This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has not only the world's largest collection of audiobooks, but they also have other spoken word content such as podcasts, Audible Originals, and college lectures. They also have some radio recordings that have been published as well that are actually helpful for business. Really cool stuff. Anyway, Today, the book I'm going to recommend is the book I'm actually going to review today, and that is Entrepreneurship the Disney Way, written by Michael G. Goldsby and Rob Matthews. Now, I'm going to go into a full book review here in just a moment, but I can just say this. As far as uh, an entrepreneurship business book, I can highly, highly recommend this one. It really surprised me with the depth and the lessons and the teaching and the, not laws, but the the ways they describe things was just amazing. And the practical stuff was just beyond what I thought it would be. Really caught me off guard as well as it was. And it was really an amazing book. Now, if you go out and you want to buy this book on paperback, from on from amazon.com it's $55 or $53 depending if you get it on kindle it starts off at 1465 up to $53 and if you get a hardcover it's $160 for hardcover of this book however i'm talking about audible here right audible well, if you go to audible.com forward slash bootstrap, that's with a capital B, you can get a copy of this book for free on audio. Yeah, a book, paper, hardcover version, $106. You can get it for free on audible.com by going to audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B and sign up for the free 30-day trial. With that free 30-day trial, you get one audiobook of your choice, you get two Audible Originals, and you get to listen to their streaming service for the entire 30 days. Price is only $14.95 a month thereafter. You can cancel at any time, and they are really amazing. Customer service is amazing. Oh, and every single month for $14.95, you get one audiobook and two Audible Originals and continue to listen to the streaming library as well and this is just an incredible deal because i've gotten books valued at 200 and some odd dollars 280 dollars for a college lecture i got on audible for one credit which is just a steal 14.95 for a single credit get a book worth 200 some odd dollars yeah it's definitely worth the price audible's amazing go check them out at audible.com forward slash bootstrap and you can go get your free book. Oh yeah, by the way, your free books and any 
Any books you buy with credits, any books you get for free, including the Audible originals, you keep forever, whether you keep the service or not. And you can always buy audiobooks from audible.com at any point in time without actually signing up for the service. You'll just pay more for them. Anyway, let's get into this. So, with this book, uh, the reason I recommend it is I was really, really surprised at this book. I thought it was just going to be about Walt Disney, kind of a little bit of a biopic about how Walt Disney became an entrepreneur, what inspired him, how he built up Disney, and what was it that made Walt an entrepreneur? Well, it was that. I will definitely say it was it was that. But it really surprised me because first of all, it did start by outlining Walt's childhood, his influences, his dad, his mom, what his dad was like, what his mom was like, what his family was like, what his brothers were like, the fairs he went to, all this stuff that led up to him becoming the man he became, which is what I kind of expected. But then they were also talking about what type of characteristics he had as an entrepreneur, as a leader. Like he was an evangelist, he really promoted, he was a learner, he always studied, all these different things. And I just finished listening to the book, I forgot all the all the details on that list, but it was very, very cool to hear that story. Problem is, I thought that's all it was going to be. Just a little bit about Walt Disney and what he did. And not a lot of practical advice, but just like you get from reading the biography of any great man or businessman or etc. However, they went further. First of all, they outlined several principles, entrepreneurial principles, that you can use to help build your business and grow. And if you're a big business, how to grow bigger, etc. And that was good. But then I was listening to the book and they got to the point where they were just about to open Walt Disney World and they were planning for it and then Walt Disney died. And then Roy finished building Walt Disney World and then he died. And I thought the book was going to end there and I looked at my audiobook and he saw that I was only just about halfway through. If it was just a biopic, if it was just a biography, then of course the book would have ended at that point. But it took me by surprise and continued on for another, I think, six hours of content, if I remember correctly. And it was just amazing, the content, because it wasn't just about Walt Disney. It was about the company he built, the way he built it, the policies he put in place, the steps he took to ensure that when he died, he left a legacy that would continue on. And even with some better and worse management going on into the future, sometimes people did 
mistakes and things didn't go so well. They kind of hit some slumps and they built back up. And it went through all the way up until the book was written. And I think it was 2016 is when they left off the research because it was published in 2017. So this is a new book, by the way. This is a newer book. The audio version only came out in 2018. So it's only a couple of years old. I think it's rather neat to have a very current, up-to-date book on entrepreneurship. This has been around only a couple of years. I'm kind of cool that I found this. Now, before I go into a little bit of these details in that book, I want to take a moment to say thank you guys so much for listening. It does mean a lot to me. I am glad you come here to listen to me ramble on this way a little bit. I am very appreciative, and I do hope you guys are blessed and get a lot of value from this content. I just want to thank you again, and let's get back into the book. So, I did make the mistake. When you listen to it, you got to listen to it straight through. I did make the mistake of listening to the first hour or so of it and then coming back uh, a couple months later to finish, which was good, but I forgot the first part. But let's go through an outline of the chapters. The first chapter covers Walt as a young man. This is from the book reading. Learning his craft, creating his first products, and embodying the sensibilities of an artist. He was an artist. Walt Disney was an artist. Chapter 2 covers his experimental years when he tinkered like a scientist. So he was a scientist. Chapter 3 covers the next stage of his career as a builder. Chapter 4 covers the final stage of his life when he was more of an evangelist. And that was part 1. And then part two deals with the challenges and success of the company after Walt's nest. And talks about how he built Disney into a powerhouse that was really, as they say in the book here, a hard act to follow. But it focuses on the leadership after he went, the entrepreneurial spirit he left behind, how the parks are run, how... They staff, by and large, take good care of the customers, how they hire, how they train, what they do to make great things work. And it's really a great thing. And then just talking about the different uh, CEOs, managers, and purchases and this and everything else. And they even have a little test that you can take to see what characteristics do you have when it comes to being an entrepreneur, kind of like a personality test in there. So it's really, really cool to have these tools. uh, They use what they call the entrepreneurial leadership instrument to help you evaluate what type of leader you are and how to build on your strengths and also to shore up your weaknesses, etc. So really a much more inclusive book than I thought at first. I didn't think there was going to be a entrepreneurial leadership instrument, ELI, personality test type thing in there. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting real practical advice of things in there. And one thing I was not expecting, though, but I am not surprised to find that 
this book, What Makes Disney Successful, are also things that Dave Ramsey talks about in Entrepreneur Leadership, which um, they talk about in the book Good to Great by Jim Collins. All these business and leadership books, all these things that they do and they do well and they do correctly in the Disney, they closely parallel, if not directly parallel, all these other things in these other books because these are principles, these are laws that worded differently, it doesn't matter. They're still effective because it's the underlying principle at work. Chisholm is a good example for this. Dave Ramsey says he does not want employees. He does not like employees and he doesn't want to hire employees. You see, Dave Ramsey says this is an entree leadership, and he says it on the radio too sometimes, but in entree leadership he says employees come late, leave early, and steal while they're there. He doesn't like employees. But you might say, well, but Dave has now over 900 employees. What are you talking about? Well, actually, it's a perspective thing. See, he doesn't hire employees. What he does is he brings on team members to join his team because a team is working together for a common goal as a team with a shared set of values and a shared dream and shared goals and vision. Much different than just a person coming in, punching a clock and collecting a paycheck and going home. And that's something you want. You have to hire great people to be on your team that fit your business, and they have to be a right fit for your business. Even if they're not quite a right fit for that position, you might be able to move them into a different position and have them work out and really excel. So that's something Dave Ramsey talks about. Well, in this book, surprise, surprise, Disney does not call its employees, at its parks at least, employees. They're called cast members. And when they go to work, they're going on stage and they're performing for the guest. The whole mindset is to be a cast member. You're a member of a cast. You're putting on a show and you're taking care of people. And they're even given opportunities to make magic happen. They're given some leeway to do some extra things to blow away a guest to create magic. So the whole concept is they are cast members working together to put on a show. And they weed people out and they want to make sure that you will be a great cast member no matter which job you do. And if you have that right service mindset, if you love the dream of Disney, if you want to create magic like Disney, and if you're really eager to go out and serve the guest, imagine Beauty and the Beast, be our guest, be our guest. If you're that type of person, then they want to hire you. And quite often, not only do they hire people and then find a job for them afterwards, but they will move them around within the jobs. So you might start out collecting tickets, and then you might be cleaning, and then you might be bouncing around and You'll be doing a ride, and then you'll be doing different things. And if you start showing talent, maybe they move you in. There's been more than one upper management park directors and stuff that started as just a regular cast member coming in and working ticket lines. But it's because they're looking for the right people to put in, which coincides with Jim Collins 
put get the right people on the bus first, and then get them in the right seats on the bus. That's in good to great. Uh, put them in, get them the right people on the bus. Then you gotta get the right people into the right seats on the bus, and then you can decide where to go. And that's kind of the way Disney does it. They'll hire people and make sure they fit the company culture, and then they'll figure out what to do with them, and then they'll find the best place for them, and then they're good. So good to great. Right there, there's a lot of overlap between Good to Great, Entree Leadership, this book, Disney Entrepreneurship, the Disney Way. So you'll find when you read through leadership's books, there might be some different approaches, some different tactics, but the underlying core principles are all there. And it's really good stuff to see. And then I've seen different things from that correspond with leadership books like the classic, the seven habits of highly effective people is mixed in there, whether they realize it or not. There's just so much in this book. And it's an incredible book. I highly recommend it. I will have that right up there with places like Entree Leadership and Good to Great. It's going to be up there where I'm going to listen to this a few times more to kind of get some of the stuff. And there's stuff to it. There's different phases of a person's life, which is really interesting. And you can be more of this and the more of that. And they all build on each other. Like Disney started off kind of an artist stage. Then he went into a builder stage or a scientist stage. And then he went into a builder stage. And then he went into an evangelist stage where he's really promoting his product. And yeah, it just it was really, really cool. And the way he worked with other people, the way he got other people on board. and yeah, and the lessons he learned along the way, like the people who basically stole all his intellectual property because he didn't really have, he didn't own it. He was working for them, and it was a bad deal where they got the better deal out of it, and he got burned from that, and how he corrected it. And all these different things, and the growth. One more thing I have to say about this is if you're a small bootstrapper, it talks about what happened with Disney and the struggles they went when they went from the small bootstrap, small little community of artists and producers and photographers and whatnot, and they expanded, to, and they got so many employees, and he tried to really do things for his employees great, and he did not understand how to transition from that small, intimate group to the large, masses of amounts of employees and treat them all well. He tried to, but... He didn't do it well, and he had a strike on his hand, and people got upset, and he didn't know how to handle it, and he was hurt by it, but he adapted and changed and grew and figured out how to take care of all his employees on a more equal footing because you have to handle a large group of people much different than you handle a single person or a handful of small people. You can't do business the same way when you're as you did with five people, your best friends, your wife, your two best friends, and your your kid or sister-in-law or something like that, it's going to be a much different business when you have hundreds and hundreds of employees that you have to deal with on a different level. You can't be that leader that meets every employee face-to-face. You just can't do that anymore. You can try to meet as many as you can. You can do what they call management by walking around as much as possible. But when you expand to the size of Disney, you can't do that. It's impossible. So you have to put things in place where the other management and management structure can support the whole team separately. And they talk about that struggle. Again, these things are not things that you usually think about as an entrepreneur. 
Well, when I get so big, how am I going to transition to deal with all my employees? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? It's in there. It's the whole story up until almost the present day. Really great book. I highly recommend it. Again, you can go get a free copy at audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B. It's an amazing book. Go check it out. Anyway, I will see you on next week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www.athoz.com or atheoz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.